All right, so good afternoon, everyone. My name is Alicia Kirby, and I am a recent graduate of Goldsmiths University of London. And today I'm going to be presenting my paper entitled Memories Lost in the Triangle and the Exploration of Bermuda's Social Conditioning Through Racial Amnesia. Now, firstly, I'd like to start by saying that this paper does not serve as a report on Bermuda's race relations, but rather it should be understood as a distillation of analysis of the institutions that have facilitated the multi-generational uh, miseducation and unconsciousness unconsciousness in support of structural racism in benefit the white oligarchy of the island. Now, racial amnesia uh, refers to the diagnosis of societal, of a collective societal condition whereby elements of racial trauma and distress have been forgotten by a population. Now, in this sense, the peoples have been forced to forget their roots, culture, and connection to the land through suppression and replacement of these memories with differential ideals displaced from their original context. Now, racial amnesia supports the hegemonic structure of whiteness and serves, a and serves a decisive mental repression which supersedes the collective memories that connect linkages of race and imperialism. The question of racial amnesia is, in essence, a question of racial false consciousness. Its value is seen in the recognition that memories can be interpreted as a way of gaining knowledge and learning skills, which over time become automatic and are transcribed as a social norm. Eliminating sources which challenge the values of the state, racialized oligarchies began a process of social engineering through racial amnesia as histories are trapped within the living memory and are excluded from public forum. For younger generations who did not experience these events, the state wishes to forget their, and they are raised in an area of oblivion within a state that has delegitimized their wrongdoings through removing them from public record as though they do not exist. Now, uh, one of the methods that facilitate racial amnesia are literature, language, and authority. Literature and media support this framework as power relations are inherent to language and the power struggle is inherent to the definition of identity. The storyteller then ascertains power by creating versions of himself and setting the parameters of the other. Racial discourse in Bermuda is most prevalent amongst the living memory of the older generations and is a successful means of replacing the dominant narrative that failed to describe the experience of those disempowered and plays a central role in subconsciously sustaining a sense of identity and healing. Now, since the early 1900s, the island's white elite saw the importance of controlling the public knowledge and discourse through literature and the media and began to legalize the prohibition of particular race-based text to systematically control the education of blacks and inhibit them from consuming information which challenged the colonialist goals. Now the creation of an integrationist black narrative, pro black, sorry, the creation of an integrationist narrative of black progress intended to convey the notion that slavery in Bermuda was benign, blacks were tr treated relatively well by whites as opposed to blacks in the wider African diaspora. Likewise, colonialism and white paternalism were responsible for the relative material affluence of black Bermuda as opposed to the black, as opposed to, uh, the black struggle against oppression. Now furthermore, desegregation in the 1960s, uh, the blacks no longer had to struggle and integration had brought blacks into the promised land. This was a lie. They also imposed that um, the equality of whites, sorry, they also imposed that the races needed to work together to craft Bermuda into a tranquil paradise to stimulate further, um, 
tourism as well as international business industries. Now this ensured that the intellectual resistance could be limited and the cross-generational spread of conflictual narratives controlled. Bermuda's oldest and now only daily newspaper, the Royal Gazette, has historically been used as a political weapon against black Bermudians. The oppressive rhetoric and exclusion of positive black success in journalism from mainstream media allowed for the success of black Bermudians to go unnoticed, injustice of whites to be ignored, and further supported the race-based class structure through its diminutive language. Also supporting racial amnesia is the construction of conflictual postmodernist diasporic identity. Now, the Bermuda government during the 1960s and 70s understood that the official dissolution of the formally imposed segregation had deep implications for the maintenance of social identity and the creation of a new sense of community. The government's attempt to maintain social cohesion during this period were heavily challenged by the Black Power movement. The government's aim to limit the mobility of the black power movement through military force had failed to degenerate its ability to power and educate the black community. Henceforth, creating a population who were constantly aware of the forced and excessive surveillance used to control them and they were unfaithful to the justice system to protect them. Now, a long-lasting impact of this historical and racial amnesia is the creation of new generations, which constantly struggle with an identity continuously under construction and at odds with himself. Now, the state of double consciousness uh, then creates identities that are constructed with intangible histories and inferiority complexes. And on the other hand, those deficiencies are used as self-motivation for enhanced agency. Now, there is often much uh, contention on the island as to what constitutes a true Bermudian. Although the island was found uninhabited, and ancestral, sorry, ancestral roots have linkages to many parts of the globe. Uh, it's become more fashionable to pretend to an indigenous identity than a settler slave status, pushing the identity of a colonial slave to the margins of the allowable experience. In this way, uh, the black Bermudian population also created their own imposed catalyst for self-segregation and racial amnesia as a coping mechanism for the displacement and disparagement forced onto them by the colonialist elite. Now this means of self-segregation and alienation from the past was an attempt to protect the black Bermuda community from its new oppressive narratives. It further reinforced and legitimized the sense of otherness that was originally created by the white man. Now this rejection of forced identity works to forget the racial disparities and allows the disadvantaged to live in a euphoric state by which the racial realm and the criteria for social status is self-constructed and conflated as a means of self-preservation. But the dichotomy between the appreciation of black excellence and the white appropriate behavior often plays an internal struggle. Uh, now, Fannin in 1967 claims that after having been a slave to the white man, he enslaves himself. Today, uh, however, in Bermuda, there's a strong push with the younger generation to redefine their social narrative and reclaim a higher place within society as they refuse to be fixed or defined by an official version of their identity and deeply accept the idea that self-narration achieves self-empowerment. Unintentionally, the efforts asserted by the white oligarchy created future generations constructed through the resultant hybrid nature of identities and consciousness of the communities of the diaspora. Uh, despite being contained to a small island landmass of 21 square miles, the British oligarchy successfully employed geographies of exclusion as a means of oppression and early phases of racial amnesia.
The policy that supported the dislocation of the black families from Tuckerstown in the 1920s to construct a tourist resort supports a theory of imaginaries linking the social and the psychic, which, aims, which allows racism to operate as a disciplinary mode and the fact of being seen provides optimum conditions for surveillance and identification as an alien and threatening presence. The displacement and relocation of black Bermudians to areas known as the Devil's Hole and the Back of Town not only created a site for manifestation of poverty and crime, but it also created a notion that black Bermudians are naturally devoid of high-value property ownership. Displacement, relocation, and monitored movements allowed the white oligarchy to successfully build the foundation for the cumulative disadvantage of disparity, leaving black Bermudians disenfranchised, systematically polarized within a society that deemed them to be insignificant. Cultural competency also plays um, as a role in racism and amnesia. The discourse serves as a means of social conditioning through a post-racist political strategy which calls for the population to embrace and live with a mental habitus of pre-racial consciousness. Now it can be argued that the aims of the United Bermuda Party, which are majority white, during their 34 year tenure were attempts to remedy the racial tensions throughout the island through means of imaginative construction of histories and memories that may not be strictly truthful, but forge a reality that is bearable to all members of its diverging community. The UBP employed many techniques throughout the 1960s and 1970s to prove their level of cultural competency, including the introduction of a black party and Senate members, the naming of black premier, the appeasement of the majority black parliamentary reformist group, and the gradual acceptance of the demands made by the internal black caucus. Now, as a means of social control, the UBP presented their partnership between white and black Bermudians as a partnership which served as a guarantee of social security as well as an opportunity for gain. Only through the visible demonstration of racial integration, it is claimed that Bermuda can attract tourists and internal companies through sources of prosperity. The only issue with the implementation of this fallacy was that it greatly ignored the past and present agency of Bermuda's black population. Now platforms which have said to acknowledge and alleviate plights of the black Bermuda community, uh, their methods can be have said to resemble new racism by otherizing non-whites and deploying modernist and absolutist views of culture while not using racist language. Whilst efforts stimulate racial amnesia are not as overt in modern times, it is argued that this concept can be sustained by flying under the flag of colorblindness, multiculturalism, or racial tolerance, contemporary rhetoric, intentional or otherwise, to mask the cloak of reality of racism today, diminishing or downplaying its significance even as Quintonian instances of racism. Uh, so why then would you say Bermuda has forgotten? Significantly, the majority of the causes have little to do with the education system, but rather with the nature of the Bermuda culture and the kind of civilization that Bermuda has evolved into. Wide level of societal acceptance of disparity and deviating realisms of black Bermudians are heavily linked to organizational practices, institutional frameworks, and public sentiment. Attempts to contrive a new national identity can be interpreted as neo-colonialist substitution of one oppressive ideology for the other. Ignoring past atrocities and creating a new black Bermudian ignorant of past communal sufferings. However, it is important that all members of Bermudian society are privy to the notion 
that pure social cohesion can only be achieved through creating social orders which are aimed towards remembering, acknowledging, and transforming its racial memory rather than denial and forgetting. The island's race politics do not pre-exist its rhetorical performance and do not hold sacrosanct value. Rather, it should be understood that they are pervasive and have been neutralized across social economic environments, making them amenable to change, critique, and re-articulation. Now, whilst acknowledging and correcting racial amnesia attempts to understand and alleviate adverse social conditions, it once again traps us within the black body with the pain of our ancestors. Thank you. Thank you.